Bright Suns, you're now listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast on the No One Is Listening Podcast Network. Punch it, Chewie! What have we here? Hello there. Morning, Senator. Greetings, my We are the ones who guard the power. We are the middle. The beginning. <laughs> So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. You're a feisty little one, but you'll soon learn some respect. So, this is where the fun begins. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is bad. Join the conversation with the Star Wars friends on social media at SW Friends Show. That's at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email the Star Wars friends at show at starwarsfriends.com if you have a comment or question you want us to read live on the show. Now, here are your hosts, the Star Wars Friends! Hey, what's happening, boys and girls of the internet world? My name is Christopher Marinin, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends podcast on the No One Is Listening Podcast Network. And joining me is my very good Star Wars friend. Justin, and uh, Baby Yoda is better than Baby Groot and Baby Peanut combined. (laughs) Oh, it started. It started. The baby peanut, Mr. Baby Peanut. It's true. Uh, it is true. Wow. I was wondering how long it was going to take for one of us to drop. <laughs> it's only been like, what, a week since the Super Bowl? Somebody somebody tweeted that they would burn baby Groot to cook Mr. Yes. to ba- cook baby peanut to feed baby Yoda. I was like, ooh, that's harsh. That's hard. That is that's, really that's hard. pretty deep. That's, <laughs> that's a lot of layers there. Um, so, all right, we got our first baby nut reference on the Star Wars Friends podcast. So that's, uh, okay. Okay, we'll, we'll chalk that one up. Uh, so listen, we have a very special show today. Uh, we love doing these shows. And if you're listening, you want to connect with us as you're going through this journey with us, you can always hit us up on social media at SW Friend Show. That's at SW Friend Show, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And let us know your comments as we go through this episode today. It's going to be a fun one. We love doing these episodes. But this is a, this is a very unique show for us. I... I, we're a relatively new Star Wars podcast, haven't even been around for a half year yet, and we've discovered this incredible Star Wars community, right? There's all these great Star Wars podcasts out there, so many different uh, you know, opinions, viewpoints from a certain point of view, right? Like that's, It's great, but it's also great when you get positivity in the Star Wars community, and that's what we were... You know, that was our intention on the Star Wars Friends podcast is try to meet as many different unique voices in the Star Wars community. And we wanted to bring them on our show. We wanted to talk to them, see what Star Wars means to them. That's that's what we're here for, right? Like we love the movies, we love the cartoons, we love collecting, but it's all about connecting with other people. And today is a very special episode. I'm very excited. This is our first ever Star Wars podcast crossover cast. And what that means is we got a really cool uh, guest today. It is the Galactic Podcast. Lauren and Andrea, welcome to the Star Wars Friends Show. 
Welcome. Hey, hey, what up? Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love Bamboo Frick over here. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. we do too. That's Absolutely. like that's like an instant bonding mechanism now for for Star Wars <laughs> fans, right? Is. So <laughs> Dad and Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. There you go. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. I, do you have either one of you been to a Star Wars celebration? Uh, that's me raising my hand. <laughs> yes, I have. I heard or a in groan half. of pain yes. coming from the other end. <laughs> It's okay. I went to my first Star Wars celebration just uh, in 2019 as a lifelong Star Wars fan. You know, I'm in my mid 30s, and I just finally went to one after all my friends for years saying, "You got to go, you got to go." You know, but I met the co-host of this show at celebration last year. But the the oh, whole nice. root of this question was, how many people at the at celebration 2020 are just going to walk around doing Babu Frick? Like <laughs> that's just going to be the customary <laughs> greeting of yes. celebration 2020. So I'm oh, excited. I will. Yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah. excited about that. So, for our listeners on the Star Wars Friend podcast, where can they find the Galactic Podcast? Ooh, so you can follow us on Twitter um, at the Galactic Pod. Um, you can go to dgtraco.com. All of our episodes are on there. Um, you can follow me, Lauren Romo at Lower Knowles on Twitter. You can follow me, Andrea Gutierrez at R2D Two Step on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah. So I have to ask about the R2-D2 two-step, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if, if you're Dave Matthews fans. <laughs> <laughs> I have been to, um, I've been to many Dave Matthews concerts uh, under, uh, I'm not going to say what I was under uh, while I was at those shows, but <laughs> I was definitely under a spell, uh, I will say. Um, but I have definitely appreciate, I definitely appreciate Dave Matthews band. But the, I, when I saw the R2-D2 uh, step, I thought that was a very clever uh, Twitter handle. And um, I was wondering, because... I come. I'm a professional musician, and, and two step means wildly different things to many of us. But Dave Matthews right. Band would uh, would definitely clear that one up. So, yeah. um, <laughs> So, what is the Galactic Podcast? Can you can you just let our listeners know what makes your podcast unique? What are you bringing to the Star Wars community? Why should people listen to to your podcast? Right. Um, I think we're just kind of two gals that just talk Star Wars. I mean, we talk about any topic ranging from books, comics, uh, TV series, obviously now. Um, yeah, I think it's it's fun because we talk about what we're excited about in that mm-hmm. moment. So a current comic that came out, whatever movie is uh, trending or book is trending, mm-hmm. um, or it could be something that, you know, we pulled up from years ago and we're just excited about it. Yeah, I remember our first episode was just what we, what our favorite moments in Star Wars was and why we love Star Wars. So, I mean... It can range from anything that, like anything we kind of feel like we're talking about mm-hmm. that week. So, yeah, our ultimate goal is just to, just for people to feel like they're sitting around listening to a conversation between mm-hmm. the two of us. And yeah. that's kind of how it started, too. I mean, you know, when you're getting ahead, Lauren, am I getting ahead? He might ask us this question. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, this I'll is back to the answer. Yeah, yeah this is great. really good. Yeah, yeah, this is great. So, um, what part of the country does the Galactic Podcast record from? Where are you at? We're in Michigan, the Detroit area. Yeah. In uh, the Mid State. Fellow Midwesterners here. Uh, Vic, Mm -hmm. another one of our Star Wars friends. He's in New York, upstate New York. Not really, that's not necessarily, he's like on the borderline of Midwest, East Coast. Uh, yeah. I don't know what yeah. you would classify uh, Syracuse as. It's it's I don't know. It's its own little area, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how do you two know each other? What's the story there? We're cousins. We're cousins. Yeah. Okay. We're family. Yeah, we're fam. We grew up together. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we kind of always, I mean, when we were younger, we'd watch the original trilogy. Um, I remember going to Andrea's house and like, you had all the Star Wars toys. all the Star Wars toys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you had the Darth Vader um, yeah. case, didn't you? With all the with all action the- figures in it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jealous. I'm jealous. <laughs> It was pretty cool. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. So that so that's yeah. my lead into the my next question here. You've been Star Wars fans your whole life. So uh who wants to go first? What what was your Star Wars origin story? It's always fascinating to me to learn how someone got into Star Wars, how it's evolved over time. Has your fandom changed over time? Uh that's just you know, a lot of us have very similar stories, but everyone has a, a unique edge to it. So what are your Star Wars origin stories? How'd you get into it? I uh, have loved Star Wars before I could even remember. I've seen pictures of like I had an R2-D2 cake when I was two. I didn't even know that that was possible. My mom made it. It was great. Um, But my first memory of Star Wars was I had to have been like five or six and I woke up on Christmas morning, walked out to the living room and I stepped on something. I turned the light on and I looked down and there was Every Star Wars figure that was possible to have, plus an X-Wing, oh plus goodness. that Darth Vader. And, you know, of course, Santa brought them. Sorry, kids, if you're listening. <laughs> and I just spoiled that for you. But it was my mom that got them. And she didn't even wrap them She just because wow. she bought so many. She just had them straight across the floor. It was amazing. Um, I just remember growing up and watching Star Wars with my family, you know, like, sitting down on the floor. We had one of those console TVs that sat on the floor and just Darth Vader would come on screen. We'd throw popcorn at him, me and my sister. (laughs) And just, we, we, we loved watching Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Um, So kind of similar to Andrea. I mean, I've always been a fan from the OT um, grew up just watching. I just remember Empire Strikes Back always on. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just remember that opening the whole opening sequence on Hoth, like that just like sticks to my memory and probably will forever. I mean, the prequels, so the OT came out and the prequels came out. Yeah. And, you know, Star Wars was still, you know, in, in my blood. And then, you know, after the prequels came out, a lot of fans were just like, all right, that's it. Like, that's all we knew. Like, we thought right. it was done. Yeah. Then I think like, so then once Disney bought Lucasfilm and then they were talking about it's coming back. Like, I think my love for Star Wars re reinvigorated, kind of ignited again. And so it is Andrea, too, because we would, like, once The Force Awakens came out, we would talk Star Wars at any family event, like oh, any yeah. family event. We would just talk yeah. about it. That's when uh, my brother, who's our editor, like, told us one time, like, he's like, you guys should just do a podcast. He's like, you guys should just record. We're like, nah. Nobody's going to listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, I was like, let's talk about Kylo Ren some more. And he was like, this is it. This is the show. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I took, like, that was probably like, yeah, 2015, like when Force Awakens came out, you know, like I said, we would talk Star Wars all the time at family events. And then, you know, uh, Last Jedi came out. And then we would, again, family events. This is all we would talk about. So mm-hmm. we eventually were just like, let's do it. Let's just record. And we did it. And, uh, here we are, twenty six episodes later. Yeah, we're uh, yeah. I would say I fell out of it a little bit when mm-hmm. uh, like Attack of the Clones came out. I remember when the sequel trilogies came around, and I went to see the Phantom Menace, and I loved it. I thought it mm-hmm. was amazing. I loved the music. I yeah. loved um, uh, Obi Wan. I loved Ewan McGregor's oh, as Obi Wan. 
uh, I, I liked the pod racing. I loved oh, yeah. Maul. I thought it was great. And then I remember going to see Attack of the Clones, and it was the first time I thought, wow, maybe I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> wow. I was just like, <laughs> okay. yeah, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. I know. Because I actually knew some people that had seen it at midnight, and I went and saw it the next day, and they were so jazzed about it. And when I got out of the theater, I was like, oh, my God, like, that was good. <laughs> what? See the same movie? Yeah. And I was, uh, you know, I, I, but I, you know, still was, you know, a fan, still mm-hmm. an original trilogy fan. Of course, went yeah. and saw Revenge of the Sith. Sith, well, Sith. Um, my son... Uh, he was a Clone Wars kid. He loved watching Clone Wars, awesome. and I, it kind of mm-hmm. disappoints me that I never really connected with that. I just would put the DVDs on in his room, yeah, be like, yeah. hey, "See you later." Mm-hmm. But um, now me and him have fun rewatching those episodes. So. <laughs> right. That's cool yeah. though that you had like a different opinion though on Attack of the Clones than maybe some of your friends did oh, that yeah. they loved it, and you were like, "Wait, what?" But uh, that's that's the whole premise here is that everybody's got different opinions in the star Wars universe and um, you know, some love something, some hate yeah. something and, and it's just very different, but we like hearing everybody's opinion. So yeah, that's yeah. very cool. Good take. So, yeah. so with the galactic podcast, how, so you're 26 episodes in, when did you start it? How, how long ago? When was the, when was the first episode? So our first episode was August of last year, mm-hmm. August, 2019. I think it was our first awesome. official. Yeah. First official episode it's funny like when i listen to our like first couple episodes i'm like oh my god like people <laughs> how, how did this catch up? yeah how did yeah. this like why are people following us again why are people asking us to do crossover podcasts yeah but it, it's been really fun like you know like just a podcast community is kind of a, a new thing for us yeah and it's, it's really cool like there's so many cool people like you guys like just so many people that you know you would never interact with unless you love star wars and did this type of uh of stuff of podcasting so it's really cool to be in this type of community for sure Mm -hmm. it's funny um maybe about four or five episodes in we were at a family function and we were joking around saying like oh let's have a staff meeting because you know joey was there (laughs) and uh we were talking, oh, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this. He goes, you know, you guys don't always have to talk about Star Wars. And uh, we were like, oh. Fighting words. <laughs> say what? We were like, <laughs> yeah, we do. Like, right. He was like, you're going to run out of things to say. And we're like, yeah, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, good, good. So you, so you guys are going back to original trilogy. And this is another one of my questions I, I love to find out. Because it's, it's hard to classify the type of fan that you are. We've been unable to do it. We can't figure out what type of fan we are, but we can, we can talk about what era we grew up in. And uh, a couple of us on the Star Wars Friends show, we consider ourselves novel era Star Wars fans because we were born in between the release of the original trilogy in the, in the theater and we were born in between the prequels, right? So we grew up in the novel era. That's, I, I'm a novel era Star Wars fan. That's where I you know, also remember Empire Strikes Back vividly on VHS, the Hoth sequence, right? Like that's just will always live with me forever as well. Um, but I didn't my first movie theater experience was the special edition re-release of the original trilogy. Before then it was just VHS and novels. So mm-hmm. what um I guess what era would you classify your Star Wars start? Is it OT trilogy? Did you see them in the theater? Did were you novel era or were you prequel era? OT and I know I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater. Did you? Yes. I nice. can't remember like ooh. 
I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember seeing because I was way too young to see any of them. Not way too young, but I was young not to have seen them in the theater, the original. I remember seeing the prequels in theaters for sure. Um, So, like, I guess in between, like, prequel, like, before prequel era and, like, in between the OT, I guess, whatever. I would say OT for sure for me. And I'm kind of uh, jealous that you are, like, the novel era because I would have loved to fall into that. (laughs) And I'm just Mm -hmm. getting into it now. And now I feel super overwhelmed of what to read. And, you know, my list is so huge and I just have books piling up everywhere. Yeah, I wish I would have been there from the start. Well, it's a lot. There's pros and cons to the novel era. And what I what I love talking with other novel era fans is we have this massive library of information in our brains. But when Disney took over, it just canceled all of it out, yeah. right? So you had it's like over, Star Wars lobotomy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. So <laughs> we've done our best to try to balance um, you know, what we knew previously to what is current canon. But one of the fun things is when something that we love from the Legends era now pops up in current Disney canon, it's it's fun for us. Like the other day I mentioned to the guys at Dash Rendar, who's a character from Shadows of the Empire, a uh, very famous Legends era novel, is now Disney canon. Um, Darth Bane, is a, it, that's a great tr- trilogy, the Darth Bane trilogy. If, you, if you're mm-hmm. looking for a trilogy to read from, from the novel era, that's a great one. Uh, but he is canon in Star Wars now and actually voiced by Mark Hamill. So it's it's pretty fun um, to discover those things. But I we're more than happy to recommend books for you because we've read them all. I have a giant library literally sitting behind me right now. Uh, so <laughs> feel free to tweet at us whenever you want a recommendation on books. And we're more than happy to talk about it. Um, yeah, we're, that's what we want to do. Um, start do more like book reviews and, and legends. Yeah, yeah, I I I never jumped on legends either, like those legend novels or the EU. Um, but the I want to. First wanna, book I read was Legends. Yeah, you read the Plagueis, Darth Plagueis. Yeah. Yes, great, and great it changed, book. It changed my life. <laughs> no, it really did. Because I remember you came in. I will never be the same we person were, ever again. Right. <laughs> we were recording our villains episode. This yeah. is one of our first ones. And yeah, you just read Plagueis. She was like, oh my God, I have theories. <laughs> oh my God, I'm like, no. okay. let's talk about it. It was like life after Plagueis. Yeah. You're right, right. Life after. <laughs> Now James Lucino, Wait. the author of that book, is fantastic. He does a he's done yeah. a couple other Star Wars books. Um, I would highly recommend all the Timothy Zahn Thrawn books. We are Thrawn boys on here. Hashtag Thrawn boys on the Star Wars Friends podcast. Uh, highly recommended reading, especially if you actually enjoy the character from Star Wars Rebels, because um, mm-hmm. we all nerded out mega when he was released on rebels that was kind of crazy um but let's let's dive back into let's dive back into the type of fans that both of you are have you ever classified yourself as a certain type of fan are you a collector are you um like i'm a novel guy but i also collect i love the movies i I host a hardcore star wars podcast so i don't know what i am right like i just love it all but have either of you classified yourself as a type of star wars fan before I don't know if I really, yeah, I don't know if I classified myself as a, like, a specific Star Wars, like, fan. I think I'm just a fan overall. I do read, like, I I do collect the books now, like, the canon books, Mm -hmm. because I remember in between The Force Awakens and Last Jedi, I stumbled upon a YouTube channel that talked about Star Wars, and I joined their Facebook group, and then, like, months later, I became an admin on it. And they were all like really big into the canon books. So I started reading all the canon books and I was just like, wow, like this is really good stuff. 
I got into Rebel. So, like, my mind back in, like, 2016 was, like, blown away. Yeah. Because I, at that point, I was just more of a, just a movie mm-hmm. fan, you know? But I would, like, you know, read up on stuff. But, yeah, that that does. When you, like, really dive deep into, like, Star Wars, like we all do, like, it does. Like, you're, there's just so much to read, to mm-hmm. learn, and to enjoy, though. I think that's a big thing. There's there's something for everybody. I like all things Star Wars. Yeah. I think I'm an everything fan, yeah, honestly. I would, yeah, I, I would say that, too. I would yeah. say I you guess. are, too. Yeah. Like, do you ever see that meme where it's, like, sequel fans, OT oh, fans, yeah. prequel fans, oh, yeah. and then <laughs> the, the all Star Wars oh, fans okay. are just sitting off to the side, like, being <laughs> yeah. quiet? Yeah. That's how that's I feel yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's exactly what I was going to say is is you've got those OT fans and the prequel fans and things like that. And I'm sitting over here like I've been through it all. I feel like Jocasta knew like yes, just yes. Jedi library. And I've got this mental history yeah. from original trilogy all the way through. But there's definitely different kinds of fans, too, where you get those original trilogy fans that are very crotchety. I'll yeah. use that term very crotchety towards any of the animated stuff and the prequels. And um, I I think, you know, as a star Wars fan, you take the good, you take the bad, take it all. And there you have facts of star Wars life. Right. So I I think you over, over, (laughs) yeah, over the course of, you know, what, 40, 40 some years now, it's, it's um, you definitely learn to appreciate all of it. So uh, it's great that, that you see, uh, younger generations that go man original trilogy is super cool or yeah uh, rebels is really cool or i love the resistance show it's really cool too and and they just appreciate everything but they weren't even around when the original stuff came out so i love seeing seeing star wars fans like that and meeting star wars fans like that yeah now we're not we're not collectors but we would love to be collectors yeah. but um yeah. it could turn into a problem i mean <laughs> it it does. Does. <laughs> yeah star, star, we are we are hardcore star wars collectors on this show um i'm literally nice. sitting in a, in a star wars museum mm-hmm. uh i affectionately <laughs> call uh call it here um but we love it I've, I've been a collector forever though um it's just been in my blood so uh just mm-hmm. so happens there's a lot of really good makers out there though you know, yeah, so that's, yeah. that's the other side of the Star Wars community outside of the podcasters. So we have this really awesome network of Star Wars podcasters, but you have this really great network of Star Wars makers. Um, mm-hmm. We definitely represent a lot of uh, the pin makers like Fulcrum Dawn, Tano Alive Pins, BB Create. Oh, Tano Alive Pins great. Oh, they're yeah. fantastic. So there's a lot of really great Punch It Chewy Press is another company that that we've definitely worked with. Like they're, they're really cool creators out there. So Star Wars mm-hmm. is... Yeah, you get into collecting. Ooh, there's, it's, it can get uh, very expensive very quickly. Oh yeah, that that blew my mind when I was in Chicago for celebration. Like, I I didn't drop really know. Again. Yeah, I like You're to bring it up again. Again. Yeah, I, like to, I like to rub it in just so Andrew. Can that's rough. Up. That's rough. Yeah. I, yeah, it is. It is a little rough. But like that that was that blew my mind because I like first celebration, first con of any kind, and I was just like, I hey, I don't really know like what to expect, but I'm just gonna enjoy it. Man, there's a, if you are a collector, that was like an amazing place to like get old Kenner toys, get this, oh, get yeah. that. There's a whole Lego, there's a whole Lego station. Like, oh my god, mm-hmm. it was it was bonkers. It was it was crazy. Now I do uh, collect posters. Comes from my Dave Matthews bandness <laughs> because they have tour posters and they're huge. There's one you know numbered every single different show. Yeah. So I'm 
be big about that. But I started collecting Star Wars posters, movies, and just, um, I mean, some of the artwork that you find, Mm -hmm. and they're screen printed, and they're just beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, I I got this really great 8x10 Baby Yoda that I can't wait for it to show up at my house. Nice. (laughs) If you like screen printed posters, Mondo Tees, if you've never heard of Mondo Tees, it's just MondoTees.com. They actually just this week uh, put out a massive Star Wars screen printed poster. It's like $100. It's a limited timed run, but it is a monster poster. I think it's a 24 by 36 or something like that. And it shows all eras of Star Wars. So take a look at Mondo Tees. Yeah. Right. Um, now I'm, write that down. I'm freaking <laughs> out right now. I can't go right now. <laughs> right. The other thing that Mondo Tees is doing, they're, they're starting to strategically put out Star Wars posters over the next couple months, and they just teased a Rise of Skywalker print. And generally, when they put out screen printed posters, they'll do a colored version and a black and white version. The black and white version is usually like the variant, and uh, that's the harder to get one. So if you're a poster collector, Mondo Tees, really good stuff. Hmm. Black and nice. white. Cool. That would be a cool yeah. place to get like dollar signs what? flashing in her eyes right oh, now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's this one uh, bottleneck gallery. They're oh, pretty cool yeah, to no, follow. They're... They just released this uh, Rogue One this week, and I had a bunch of different variants, and I was like, Ooh. oh, <laughs> all yeah, of that. yeah, yeah. The other, I have some pops. That's the only yeah. thing. I have some, but I'm trying to stay away from trough going down that path because that's a slippery slope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is a very slippery slope, Justin. It's very <laughs> the slippery slope. There's a lot that are really cool. Like there's yeah. the dark ray I want. Oh, yeah, just got that one the other day. Yeah, just Did that you? One, yeah, just came in. Uh see, I stopped collecting Funko Pops, but of course they had to hit me with the, the dark ray. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, cool. yeah, I gotta get it. So Yeah, you uh, gotta get it. Right. You have to. Uh, it's now, have to. <laughs> I did not pre-order the Baby Yoda Funko Pop. Did you pre-order the Baby Yoda Funko Pop? I did not, and now I'm shooting myself. But like, yeah, I I'm trying to get that life-size Baby Yoda. Uh, yeah, you, should, yeah. you said you want to do the Build a Bear one. I want to do that. Would be fun. But but Justin and yeah. I both. So this yep. is this is the life of the collector. We both pre-ordered the life-size Baby Yoda yep. from Sideshow, and nice. And he and I, you know, we have this group thread for the Star Wars friends, and I'm sitting there like, ah, should I do it? Should I pull the trigger like i don't know they got payment plans yeah like you know so like i was fighting with myself for like an two hours right like trying to figure it out and uh eventually we just did it and of course another company called hot toys who makes fantastic incredible stuff they just mm-hmm. they're like hey yeah we're doing a baby yoda too but it's gonna be articulated and i just oh i have God, to turn off God. the internet i just have to turn off the internet i don't want to know anymore so um <laughs> But yeah, we are we're hardcore collectors over here. If you, if you ever get into that fandom, um, good luck, good luck. Uh, choose wisely. Choose wisely. Yeah, so, yeah, um, absolutely. So both of you are are, are well read as far as the the overall Star Wars universe is concerned, and I want to know what is your favorite Star Wars story arc, and it it doesn't have to be limited to anything. It could be comics, animated shows, movie. Uh, what even maybe live action now that we have live action television show, but what is your favorite overall Star Wars story arc? Oh, I got two of them, but you want to go? So I think my first, the one that first comes to my mind is Asajj Ventress because we we just did a whole okay. episode on that book and on Dark Disciple. Yeah, yeah. and Great. I I loved her when I when I jumped in the Clone Wars. I like a 
I attached to her for some reason because she was just such a, a badass and like so cool. And she had two red lightsabers. So that was really awesome as yeah. well. Um, but like her whole arc that you see through Clone Wars and then you get through Dark Disciple is one of the best, I think, in all of Star Wars. Like just the whole from where she came from to where she ended and how that all transpired. Because it, it really it did give her like a perfect arc with like oh, a rise amazing, and a fall right? and then, yeah. a, and then a, mm-hmm. a comeback and a it was, redemption. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Um, but my second one, very close. Again, I'm a huge Kylo Ren fan, Ben Solo. Yes. Oh! <laughs> but I, I love his arc right now is one of my favorites, too. Mm-hmm. I think from where we know where, you know, we're getting more information as, as it yeah. comes. But where he started to where he went, his rise and fall amazing stuff like it's just it's great yeah. star wars great star Wars. are you are you reading the rise of kylo ren comics have you started those yes. yet yes how do you feel about those because i i'm an avid comic reader and i've i've definitely gone on our show and have said how disappointed i am with the dialogue and and kind of the mm-hmm. animation style i'm, I'm not a fan yeah. of the animation style for this um i thought they would have gone darker it's a little bit more uh it's definitely obviously it's a comic but it's very comic-y right like it's very yeah. childish and i felt for a darker story um they would have gone with a more serious animation but what are your thoughts so far we're three issues into that that arc what are what are your thoughts on that I like it so far. Um, I see what you're saying, though, like where the animation isn't that maybe dark, gritty that maybe we would think we were hoping to get when we heard the Mm -hmm. announcement of, you know, Charles, especially Charles Soule. Right, right. Did an amazing job with the Vader comic. Yes. Um, And yeah, I. It's I like it. I mean, I'm like I'm not a huge like like artsy person to where like I. Like I don't like this or that, like sure. animation or art style. So I kind of just take it in and and I, I like it either way. But I can see where you're coming from, though, where it's like like yeah. we're seeing the rise of Kylo Ren. Like I think a little, little thing bit. that's kind of throwing us off is we were expecting to get some sort of backstory where he came out like kind of evil, and yeah, you know right. they they sent him off with Luke to try to fix him or whatever. Yeah, and that it's not really theory, you know yeah. seeming that way. He's just kind of like this. Lost kid, lost lonely boy Mm -hmm. that attached to um, Palpatine. Mm -hmm. Not Palpatine. God darn it! Oh, Snoke was Palpatine. Palpatine, (laughs) No, you're right. You're right. Um, So, speaking of Snoke in the Rise of Kylo Ren comic, I must know your opinion on Snoke's fashion sense. Let's hear it out. We definitely. Oh my god. Let's hear it. How's what do you think of his newsboy hat? How do you feel about little schoolboy Snoke? I read it first, yeah, and I did. texted her. I was like, did you read uh, Kylo Ren yet? And she was like, no. I was like, dude, I'm dying over here. I was like, I'm. And it was all about what yes. Snoke looked like. Oh. That, that framework, he's like, my boy. And he's right. got a garden around him. I was tripping out. Yes. And his hat, I was like, what is he wearing? Right. Right. <laughs> I believe it. The gardener. I was like, Snoke. please read it. I'm freaking out over this. I yeah. remember reading it too, and I was just like, oh, okay, that's an interesting choice of what we're showing Snoke was. Okay. Oh, okay. I loved it. Yeah. We go there. I'll be cracking up. Yeah. Yeah, you were. That was I, I, I couldn't figure out how to explain it to the guys in, in our thread because they don't read the comics. Yeah. I'm like, guys, this is the most ridiculous outfit I've ever seen, and it's Snoke. Yeah. It's, yes. you know, it's crazy. It was- Oh, oh my god, I was dying. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Good old Snoke. Gardener. So, so we got so we got a Saj Ventress and Kylo Ren arc. 
Andrea, what's yeah. your what's your favorite arc? Oh man, I always say this, and Lauren's like, oh, she goes. They're all Darth Vader stories, Andrea. Because Darth <laughs> Vader, not Anakin Skywalker, but Darth Vader. You know, I really do love the um, like Fortress Vader and okay. that comic that Charles Soule did. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just saying the other day on our podcast, like I want a Vader show because I want to see like Vader without his mm-hmm. helmet on. I want to see oh, like okay. Vader in those moments by himself. Um, I've just always, you know, always wanted to, yeah. and cause, cause mm-hmm. I, I feel like it has so much room to grow, even mm-hmm. though it's been so well developed already. Mm-hmm. So I love Vader. Okay. Yeah. Could introduce a live action Afra. Yeah. Yes, please. To go with that do, story. Do you read Dr. Afra at all? Have you, have either of you read Dr. Afra? I, I have them. I read, I think the first volume. Okay. So I'm, I'm behind, but man, I, I love it though. Yeah. It's a, it's cool a character. wild trippy. It's, it's a wild trippy ride. <laughs> it's so good, and especially if you enjoy Vader. Um, the the last two recent Doctor Afra comic arcs are really show um, a side of Vader that you might appreciate after saying that. Um, so you don't have to start at Doctor Afra one. I think you just start on issue uh, thirty three or something like that. And um, it's really the dynamic between Darth Vader and Doctor Afra is, is fantastic. So as a yeah. Darth Vader fan, highly recommend it. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've also seen other people call for some type of Darth Vader show. Uh, maybe I don't know a show or, or animated show or something like that where it does show him fighting the dark side, right? Like after he becomes Darth Vader and maybe um, thinking upon some of the choices he had made at some point in time. And I don't know, Hayden Christensen's still around. You can still hire him for flashback moments. Um, Right. We would love to see it. So who knows? Mm -hmm. Um, Kenobi's, uh, hey, listen, Darth Vader's alive during the Kenobi time frame. Um, Mm -hmm. That would be, who knows? I don't know what they're going to do with that show. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that later in our show today. (laughs) <laughs> so I have some questions for you on that. Um, okay. So, all right, we got favorite story arcs. Now we're going to hit you with what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Oof, the always the always daunting favorite Star Wars movie. You get one. Oh, Just one. one. Just, Just one. one. I'll, I'll have to go Empire for me. I'll yeah. have to go Empire. Just because I that's the one that has always stuck with me. That like like we talked about earlier, that whole opening sequence on Hoth. The yeah. the at walkers Vader walking into the to their base like looking all badass like uh, yeah that that one has to stick it just sticks There's with me Luke and Yoda and that yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know oh, Hans yeah. and Carbonite yeah uh, Boba Fett Lando that I mean Empire so Strikes Back is so strong yeah yeah, yeah. so I guess favorite. I would say that's my favorite yes. too Empire yes yes right. that makes three out of four yeah. of us Justin are you on there too are you on the Empire oh, yeah. train oh yeah that's my favorite. Hands down, that's my number one. Love it. I, we, we're all in Disney the- era. I would say Rogue. Ooh, oh, you're okay. gonna go Disney era. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So what? So what's your Disney era, Lauren? God, that's that's. I go back and forth. I really do. Uh, it's either it's either the Last Jedi or. The Force Awakens. Yeah. Okay. It's just I go back and forth. I love the Rise of Skywalker. Don't get me wrong, but for some reason, like the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi have always stuck with me a little bit, a little bit more. But obviously, yeah. the Rise of Skywalker just mm-hmm. came out, so mm-hmm. give that time, and that can sink into like my all-time favorite. Who knows? Right. At this point, so how do? Yeah. How I'll do you, probably go TFA. 
how do both of you balance out the trilogies? Uh, do you rank the? Tri- I'm not going to ask you guys to rank all the movies on our show. That's going to take too long. <laughs> I'm but ready. Let's do, do you- it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the enthusiasm. Like, let me get my notes here. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. I got my notes right here. Actually, how do you rank the trilogies? Where do you sit on the trilogies? Um, I always rank the original trilogy first, and we've said it on the podcast. I mm-hmm. say there's there's nothing to me. There's nothing to complain about it because it's um, inventive. It's um, or not inventive, innovative mm-hmm. um, for its time. Yeah, it it's was. classic. You know, yeah. it's funny. I was watching it the other day, and my mother was like, "These are so cheesy," and I was like, "Get out of oh, here!" No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is classic. Yeah. Um, you know, the acting is great. The directing mm-hmm. is great. The story is unique. Uh, it, the suspense, the the redemption, all of that. I can't mm-hmm. find a problem in the original trilogy. And if you say Ewoks, I'm not. <laughs> I love Ewoks. Come on. The murder bear. I do not love the murder bear. And then I, I would, uh, I do, I love, I love the sequels. Mm-hmm. I think the sequels are great. Yeah. I, I think they're well produced. Yeah. I think they're awesome. And then, you know, the sequels or the prequels just got kind of have to grow on me. Yeah. Wow. A little bit okay. more. Okay. Ooh. Um, man. Yeah. I mean, I guess obviously the original trilogy is probably just, it's just what I grew up with. It's just what I've mm-hmm. watched, you know, countless times, you know? So I, I think the original trilogy, then um, it's closer than I think, but I think I would go sequel trilogy, then prequel. But there's okay. like for me, like Revenge of the Sith is it's one of my dope. favorites. It's, yeah. it's probably well, that's my a great top. movie. If I have to rank, which I we've always talked about on our podcast, like I, I hate ranking, Agreed. but if I had to, yep. that would probably be it'd it. be up there like five, like in the middle somewhere. It's like, hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that like like Revenge of the Sith is one of my favorites. Um you know, Phantom Menace is up there though I too. So Menace. like yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So So yeah. have Okay, so a lot of people that because you both of you put the prequel trilogy at the bottom third. Um, now, how caught up are both of you on the animated shows? Have you watched the Clone Wars animated shows all the way through? Have you watched Rebels? And if so, has it given you a better appreciation of the prequels, or are you still just feeling the same way about the prequels? No, Clone Wars. If you, uh, honestly, if you haven't watched the Clone Wars, you're so you're missing out on such such great television. Yeah, and, Star Wars um, and it it expands and it makes like that prequel era so much better. And I think like when I when I rewatch the prequels movies now, like I I I think about the Clone Wars and how like oh yeah that how it all intertwined and worked. Like it's just it is like if you haven't watched that, I so recommend people watching that if you're just a casual fan like yeah. it's it's when we such good television when we started the podcast i had not watched the clone mm-hmm. wars or rebels oh, wow. i was uh, I, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and i couldn't say much because she was, was getting so <laughs> mad at me. Up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah just like you don't even know who harrison doula is i'm gonna kill you like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's tough and it, it, it did uh I did appreciate, I do appreciate the prequels now yeah. because of it. Cause I was kind of one of those, uh, you know, written and directed by George Lucas, uh, people like yeah. directed, written, written you know, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, watching the clone wars. I mean, that's just some great, uh, star Wars storytelling and rebels. Um, if no. you ask me is just the best star Wars storytelling. I, yes. I agree. Rebels is probably some of the best story arcs, some of the best star Wars, like just overall lore in it. Yep. Like, 
get so oh much God. in that show and people that show shocked me so many times I and mean, i yeah there's so there many so, like oh my yeah. god yeah. there were so many times where i wanted to say something but i knew you didn't watch like yeah. she just started watching <laughs> rebel there yeah. was a podcast where we were talking about time uh time time traveling and i was oh, like yeah. they ever do time travel it's gonna be dumb and i'm gonna hate it and i'm like <laughs> like oh like, yeah <laughs> Mm. Yeah, it's probably should because it's kind of <laughs> cool how they did it. So, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, honest. I think it's. I love Rebels. Like I, I, I could watch that show. Like probably just have it in the background and just watch it. Yeah. Like it's just so so good. Resistance is all right. I, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I watch. I watch all, Resistance. all Resistance. I liked yeah. it. Like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's okay. It's definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely for the younger generation. I appreciate that because this is that's like a good introduction that kind of we were talking about earlier for the younger generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, how do you get? How do you keep Star Wars relevant? It's you have to start young. You have to get these younger generations in, and that's how you do it by these animation shows, and then you kind of grow from there. Yeah. So Actually, yeah. I actually watched that one, and and they just finished it up, right? Season finale was yep. what a week or two ago, and when I first started it, I was like, man, I was like, this show is very, it's very kid oriented in the beginning, and then by the end of that first season, it had taken kind of a turn, and it got a little darker, and I'm like, okay, this is actually going somewhere now. It's getting a little bit better, and through most of the second season, I was really impressed. I was like, okay, this is good. This is much yeah. much better. I can watch this, mm-hmm. and then we got to the season finale, and I was like. Oh, uh, I was like, I felt the same. Way. Yeah. I was like, that's it. Like, that's that's how we in this. And I was I thought there would have been more. And we've talked about that on the show was um, with uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. The tie ins yeah. to all of the other canon oh, stuff. Yeah. There was just none. Like, mm-hmm. and then I think somebody's like, oh, yeah, the fireball is way back in that one scene yeah, with all right, these shit. And I'm right. like, where? Like, where? Like, give me a, a you know, a. a uh, resistance one checking in or something like that. You know what I mean? And just a voice audio yeah. of, of Kaz or yeah. um, something like that, like would have been great. And we just didn't tie any of it well, in. What about and, Kaz, and, Kaz with Poe? You know, like right, have, right, have right. them have Christopher Sean. Uh, I mean, be a live action character. What's what's the he opposition? looks exactly like yeah. Him. Right, just yeah. Put some gel in his hair in. and put him in a nice little like track jacket, <laughs> and he's ready to go. Yeah, yeah there's a profile picture on his Twitter that literally I think is him dressed up as, as Kaz. Kaz. Wow, like it's just like yeah, throw him in a freaking movie now. Like yeah. go ahead, like what are you waiting yeah. for? Missed opportunity. Yeah, missed opportunity. Oh, missed opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> we we've done a whole show about missed opportunities in Rise of Skywalker, so yeah. we don't have to. Go there today. We don't have to go there today. So um, I love that you have both watched Rebels because we somehow we can talk about anything on the Star Wars Friends show, and we will sneak in all different types of tidbits from Rebels. We are uh, huge fans of that show, and I personally will agree that that is is the best Star Wars story. I mean, that is my favorite Star Wars story arc is the entire Rebels uh, arc. And I wasn't. I had like Resistance when it first came out. I was like, ah, okay, like kind of it's kid show, whatever. But then season two hits and you're like, Oh, okay. This is for adults. Like, I mean, it's it's crazy. So, um, we have a lot of favorite characters on rebels, but I'm, I want to know what both of your favorite star Wars character is not like multiple, like who is your purely favorite star Wars character? That's tough. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's tough. Who could you not live without? So I told you we were going to have some softball questions and now we're getting the hardball questions. Mine is Vader, yeah, hands down. Okay. I could, I mean, when Vader showed up in Rebels, 
Yeah. yeah, you freaked out. I remember texting you freaked oh, out. You're I was like, oh my god, flew <laughs> on on that tie fighter. I was like, oh, killing so me. dramatic. That was so that dramatic. Was so yeah, oh, such what an a queen. Invader I was like, yeah, flying on a tie fighter, standing on it. Like God, <laughs> right. who are you? Um, oh yeah, wow. Vader. I couldn't live without Vader. His yeah. breathing, his um, his red lightsaber. Um, you know, I just couldn't. Yeah. Whew. God, that's such a. Such a tough question. Um, Force choke. I, you know what, Leia Organa. Yes. Leia, Leia Organa. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Like, first of all, Carrie Fisher, rest in peace for sure. Like, yep. and what she did, I think, for female fans like us, is made like a character like Leia Organa, like so important and so relevant into not just you know fandom, but into how. Women can be these awesome characters and don't have to be these damsels and distresses. Like, yeah, they can take charge and kick some, you know what? Yeah. Right. So yeah, I'll I'll go Leia Organa. Nice. Our princess is better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. I went squishy hard. I said, "Oh, Vader." Yeah, that's yeah. true. You talked about I, that. One time, one time I called him squishy. Oh no, squishy <laughs> <laughs> Vader. <laughs> I remember that conversation. <laughs> well, so, so we have two opposite ends of the spectrum, both related by blood, but uh, yep. two opposite characters, light side, dark side. That's an interesting mm-hmm. dynamic for a podcast. So kudos to both of you on that yeah. one. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, they, we kind of do that too. Yeah, that does come up a lot. We do disagree on a couple yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, fun. We do. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Kyle and I, you guys haven't haven't met Kyle yet. He and I, we butt heads quite frequently on the show. We have uh, fundamentally different differences sometimes on star wars but i think we're both i I might be the dark side i don't know justin what do you think i am i the only dark side guy on the show um i know well i know you're you're like but you're you're that you're that fabled you are the fabled gray jedi uh you kind of you you have the balance on our show i i am a sith i deal in absolutes there is no gray jedi fair enough you don't exist He's the Bendu. <laughs> right. I am right, the Bendu. Right. There you true. go. I'm this in between. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I think it varies sometimes, right? Yeah. Like, um, Ky- Kyle is very, uh, he, he loves Jedi. He's very uh, oh, yeah. big proponent of the Jedi. So, um, you know, me, I love Imperial stuff. I love all uh, vehicles and armor and all that kind of stuff. I just find it yeah. fascinating. The, the, the association of the military machine behind like mm. star Wars and what drives it. I think it's fascinating. So I don't know. I, I think sometimes you do tend to lean a little darker there, Chris. So, <laughs> sometimes. um, you know, sometimes, sometimes. Not intentionally. Uh, it's okay. Not intentionally. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's all good. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah. All right. Well, good, good. Well, um, <laughs> as far as the galactic podcast, are there any, do you reference any quotes? What are your favorite Star Wars quotes? There's there's a literally thousands of quotable lines in the Star Wars library. Is do you find yourself saying quotes over and over again? Is there like a go-to phrase that you use or is there just hey hey, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the, that's um, one. That's kind of one. Yeah. Obviously the <laughs> I love you I know line is incredibly famous. Uh that's probably my favorite Star Wars quote, mm-hmm. but as far as you two, what what are what's your what's your quote? What what's your go to? May the force be with you is always ours. Yeah, um, that's how we end our show all the time. It's May the force be with you always. always. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything Han Solo with yes. me? Yeah, she Anything you do quote Han Solo. Han Solo. Yeah. So um, situation normal. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <a> good one. <laughs> 
That is that was peak. That was peak, Khan. Yeah, in a, in a New Hope. Like, where did you dig up that old fossil? <laughs> right, yeah. right. It's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, I, I mean, may the force be with you. We always use "Hey, Hey, Babu Frick." Um, Beautiful. This is the way. That's a that's oh, big now. Yeah, 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 that's I a big spoken, right. yeah. The way yeah. I've spoken. Yeah, until our cra- until our paths, paths cross. Again. I like that one oh, a lot okay. too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you guys don't you guys don't interject uh, that that business on Kato Nemoidia doesn't oh doesn't count. No. You don't interject that all the time <laughs> into your regular everyday that vernacular. Be, yeah, I don't know I, why. I don't know why. Interject that quote. So <laughs> yeah. I will say that the Star Wars friends throw out the most random <laughs> quotes from the universe from time to time. I'm like, how do you guys remember this stuff? It's wild. Um, so okay, we we got your quotes established. Now there is a. There's an argument on the Star Wars Friends, and we've even taken it to a Twitter poll, and it was it was divided fifty fifty. There was, it was it was actually I think our most voted on Twitter poll. Uh, I need to know just for Josh, who's another one of our Star Wars friends who couldn't join us tonight. Uh, four out of the five of us think one way. Josh thinks a different way. How do you pronounce "adat"? Is it "adat" or "atat"? I'd love to know what the Galactic Podcast uh, has to say about the pronunciation of this. Can it be both? <laughs> no. Well, I would say no. I would say growing up it was ATAT, okay. hands down. But um, now listening to other podcasts and like the newer generation talk about that stuff, yeah. at at comes yeah. out more. So I I kind of go back and forth sometimes. But it's ATAT, ATST. So. That's, yeah. yeah, it's their their AT AT walkers. Yeah, I I probably AT is probably what I say. Oh, wow, okay. You're on Team that's Josh. What, that's what Josh, yeah, yeah, you're that's on Team Josh. Josh. All right, man. Yeah. We got you, Josh. We got you. <laughs> Get yeah. out. It's got to be. It's got to be the Michigan. That's fun thing. to ask people though what they say. Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. It's a Michigan yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it is a question that I ask. You know, if if I ever meet uh, Star Wars people, you know, friends or you know, just people on the street, right? It does eventually come up if I talk to them long enough, you know, like, Hey, so how do you say ad at? And they look at me like, you know, wait, we were just talking about the rise of Skywalker. What are you talking about? You know, um, it's just kind of goofy, but it is one of those funny star Wars things. Um, so all right, good. The galactic podcast, unanimous ATAT. All right. So we got that on record. Happy about that. All right. We're going to dive into some controversy. Okay, and we love to, we don't dip our toes in a controversy on the Star Wars Friends show. We just jump cannonball in uh, sometimes. (laughs) We like to hear thoughts. Yeah, but we would love, this is obviously, uh, and and really, you know, as I mentioned before, we are a positive podcast. We don't want to exclude any any fandom or anybody for what they they like or what they don't like. We, We appreciate everyone's fandom and what their takes are. That's what makes the Star Wars community unique. I want to know because it's such a divisive issue, and, and you have a two-person show. What are your thoughts on Raylo? Ooh, ooh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> you want to go Struck first? You want to ooh. The pin drop, first. The pin drop first. sometimes, you right? You talk first. I talk first. I'll go. You want to go? You want? <laughs> you have um, a I'll bigger. Go now. Yeah, you have a bigger uh, issue with it. I, I have an issue with it. Yeah. Okay. I really do. Yeah. Not necessarily an issue. Um, yeah. Now coming out of Tross, it seems like it was something that was created by the fandom, and um, it was somewhat problematic, I believe. I've always said that, you know, if 
Ray was going to save Kylo or Kylo was going to save Ray or they mm-hmm. were going to end up together, whatever that was going to be. I didn't want it to for fans to think that they needed the other to survive. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, like I don't like kids thinking now that like, oh, if I can't have this person in my, this relationship, I'm going to die or they mm-hmm. they complete me like I, I liked that. The message had finally turned back into is like you create your own destiny, you find your own family, yeah. you, you know, it, you're not dependent on someone mm-hmm. else. So I did, um, I, you know, I like a mushy love story, and I I loved Hot the and connection layered, and the yeah. flirtation. I thought that that was all really fun, um, but I'm glad it didn't end up that way. That's where I am. I, you know, I think. I liked the idea. See, I think a lot of people, like, if you're a Raylo, I think a lot of people have sometimes thought of that as, like, a negative connotation sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I think Raylo means, like, so many things to different people. You know, like, some people, you know, Raylo, they wanted it to be that relationship between Ray and Ben and, like, them to live happily happily ever after. For me, Raylo was more of that. It was a, the connection that they had, but it wasn't for me that that intimate connection, romantic. like a romantic connection. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was just how they knew each other so well. Because Raiden, I mean, right from the Force Awakens, you know, he was in her mind, she was in his mind. So like they knew each other probably the best and most than any 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 other person knew each other, mm-hmm. either of them. So like they. Like that, that, that is what Raylo meant to me. Like that intimate okay. kind of connection between the two. And I liked how, you know, I wish Ben would have lived, but it it is what it is. Choices yeah. were made. And I think it's, it was a, it was a choice that probably should have been made, unfortunately, but I wish it, it didn't now that we, you know, only got 15 minutes of Ben Solo, right. but, right. you know, but um, overall, I think that, you know, what Raylo stood for, I think, is big for a lot of female fans, though, too. It was a big female, mostly female. Not that there weren't male Raylo fans, sure, but sure. it's a big female kind of driven idea from right from the gate. Yeah, and, and it connected that a lot of fans to Star Wars. Yeah, that absolutely. Wars absolutely. Fans, yeah. So it was a big it was a big deal for sure. Um, but I think that's the beautiful thing about Raylo is that it means things for different people. Yeah. So, yeah. I, a lot of people can think of it as negativity, but I think there's more positivity in it, I think, than people give it. Oh, I, I definitely yeah. for sure think the, the Raylo community, the ones that don't go out and attack people or attack creators, there is a, a positive community within oh, yeah. within Raylo, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and your explanation of your perception of it is is definitely profound, and it's a lot deeper than a lot of people I've asked. You know, they're, oh, they just should fall in love and marry and be happy. You know, it's like, it, you know, my, my fiance is a, a pretty hardcore feminist, and she always thought that, you know, having Ray like really fall in love with this evil, murderous, you know, guy w- would actually cheapen Ray and weaken Ray as a female character. Um, so that was yeah. her, that was her perception of it. I, you know, as as a fan, I just wanted I I personally and Justin and I have talked about this, and the more I think about the rise of Skywalker now, I wish that Kylo Ren could have just been the villain. Like I just wanted him to just <laughs> be the dude. evil. I, yeah. I wanted him to be more evil than Emperor Palpatine, more evil than Darth Vader. Like he should have mm-hmm. just been the most evil villain possible. But instead, we had this weird, uh, you know, character development. Where and and as you said, we only got fifteen minutes of Ben Solo. And one of the things that yeah. I took away from the Rise of Skywalker was. I I like the movie when I first watched it. My thoughts have since changed over the last um, you know month and a half. 
but mm-hmm. but one of the things positive that I took away from Rise of Skywalker was, man, I really wish we got more Ben Solo because Adam Driver is mm-hmm. just incredible. Oh, all those all yeah. those fun uh, Han Solo mannerisms that he was doing, uh, yeah. and you're just like, man, yeah, I wish we could have just got more, right? Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, so yeah, Raylo, we here. Listen, we. We're cool with Raylos, you know, yeah. if you're a Raylo, yeah. we're, we're cool with it. I just, I always find it fascinating right now, especially while it's such a hot button issue um, yeah. in the community, but we definitely don't condone attacking. We don't condone attacking right. creators or anything like that. Um, you know, but yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. So I, we have a segment on this show that we're going to dive into. Okay, because we're about to get to the game. We're we're in the we're in the final uh, we're in the final home stage. Stretch. We're in the home stretch of our show here. Lap, lap three of the pod race. Right, <laughs> right. The home stretch here. We have a uh, a segment here called "That's Not How the Force Works." Oh, people oh. are counting on us. The galaxy is counting on us. Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Oh, really? You're cold. <laughs> so, the, what this segment is is we we want to know because when we talk, when we host our shows, we talk about what we think is going to happen. We have predictions. I'm known as the theorist guy. I ha- wear my tinfoil hat and I go crazy and talk a whole bunch of crazy stuff about Star Wars because I love it so much. Right? <laughs> Goes but, rogue. Yeah, I totally go rogue sometimes. <laughs> um, but it's all rooted in my love for the EU yeah. and legends. It, it, Okay, so let's dive into the Galactic <laughs> Podcast here. Where do both of you see the future of Star Wars, whether it be short-term or long-term Star Wars? I mean, that's, a, that's really a, another debatable issue right now, especially mm-hmm. with the cinematic universe being kind of put on ice. Uh, we get all these rumors about the live-action shows. Where do you mm-hmm. see the future of Star Wars? You want to start or you want me to start? Uh, you talk first, I talk yeah, first. Yeah, I talk first. <laughs> <laughs> I I honestly don't know anymore because um, right before the Rise of Skywalker came out, I was excited thinking that we were going to learn some new things about the Force. And then going out of that, it wasn't just going to be good and evil. There was going to be like not necessarily great Jedi, but um, like lessons in that you can take some from the good and take some from the bad. And and that's what the Force is. It's not just bad. Yeah. And that, that's the way you balance the force. Now that that didn't necessarily happen in the yeah. Rise of Skywalker, I'm like, uh, well, I guess we'll just go right back to good guy, bad guy, you know? <laughs> right. And uh, I I hope that we go back in time. If we go to the High Republic, even before that, I think that's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I love uh, Jedi conversations. I love um, Jedi training, lightsabers. That type of thing. So I'm excited that, you know, the news that we heard about the High Republic and maybe like a, a younger Yoda, yeah. uh, yes. Jedi going off on missions. Um, when it when it goes to that, if it goes to that, I think that's awesome. That's what I would love to see. Shows, I feel like there's now that we're in that television, uh, Disney plus streaming, mm-hmm. um, I think the options and are endless. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, I think, I mean, kind of what you're saying, Andrea, it's a huge, it's a, it's bright. Like, yeah. there's not really, a, I don't think, a, a downtime where you're going to be like, oh, God, is Star Wars going to, like, are we ever just going to, like, let it go and, like, move on? <laughs> right. Like, no, we're not. Right. We're never going no, to, first of all. But, like, yeah, kind of what you were saying, like, the High Republic, I am excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. think that's going to be really, really cool, what they're kind of setting up in the recent comics. 
and then Project Luminous is going to hit in a couple oh, weeks. Oh, yeah, that's we'll right. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that's going to be all really, really hopefully connected. But, yeah, I, I think, you know, I think storytelling in Star Wars, for me, the movies have been great. I mean, you got to love the Skywalker saga has been amazing. But if you really look at the animation at, at Rebels and Clone Wars, crazy. that is where the storytelling is. Like, that yeah, is where yeah. some of the best Star Wars overall storytelling is. So, you know, I've always, I've been, I'm a big proponent of give me a, a an, an animated theatrical movie. Throw it okay. on Disney Plus to me. Like, yeah. that would be some amazing, amazing stuff. I mean, the animation has come so far from even just Clone Wars to Rebels to Resistance. Like, you could do a lot within Star Wars and animation and make it look really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And you can make it for kids and adults because you can see it like we talked about earlier. Rebels, you know, it was... It had those dark moments. Resistance yeah. had those dark moments. So you can tap into all that. Um, but yeah, I, I I hope we go back, like even further back than this High Republic. Maybe kind of where like the whole Jedi versus Sith kind of started. Ooh, like, okay. Go prime Jedi or whatever. Like kind of go back to like the origins of yeah. like Whoa. the Force and all that. Because I I love the Force. Like I love the lore of it. Like the mythology of it. Like. The Bendu was such a cool character to me, the Rebels, because that was a kind of a whole new twist on the Force. Like, yeah. he wasn't Sith, he was Jedi, he was in the middle. Like, he just, Physical he was built the Force. Yeah. yeah. So, like, so that's what I want more of. I'm still yeah. hopeful for an R-rated Star Wars. <laughs> he always <laughs> on the tree, so I, um, I really Ooh. thought when uh, Benny Hoff and Weiss that maybe oh. we would get kind of like a Game of Thrones, mm. like there would be brothels. And, like, you know. <laughs> I was going to ask, what, what would make <laughs> a Star Wars film R-rated, right? Like, what would yeah, they do? Yeah, like that. Yeah, like wow. a little bit of nudity, a little bit of blood, some language it would have been great. It's funny that you bring that up because we were just talking about Clone Wars on the last episode because we were answering some some emails and stuff, and we were talking about how dark Clone Wars was. There's yeah. like some things in, I mean, Ahsoka's beheading Death yeah. Watch members, and then uh, I think it was uh, Dooku or Grievous literally is standing behind someone and lights his la- lightsaber up, and it pops through his chest, and he kills him. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, there's clones turning on clones. Um, (laughs) There's, you know, when Pong Krell was turning them against each other, you've got um, Grievous killed. uh, I can't remember the Jedi Knight's name, the Mon Calamari. And like the lair of Grievous in season one, he just cuts down essentially a teenager. And (laughs) it's like there's a lot of heavy, dark stuff in in it. And then there was, I think, what one was it? There was one episode with... um, uh, Anakin and Padme and they were talking about she had like two weeks off or something or he had two weeks off like vacation and he was oh, talking yeah. about going somewhere <laughs> it'll be just the two of us like romantic honeymoon it was literally them making out on the couch and I'm going can we like you know put a cover up on the on the screen here and just hear it or something but yeah it's it's it was pretty borderline for a, a cartoon yeah. to, to be in that R-rated area that yeah. would be fascinating. I, you know, uh, yeah. If anyone could pull off an R rated, it would be Benioff and Weiss for sure. Like yeah. that would, yeah, that would have been fantastic. <laughs> that would have been unreal. Cause I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I've ever thought about an R rated star Wars. So that's fascinating that you brought that up. Cause now my gears are turning and I'm like, oh, okay, now what can we, what can we do with this? Uh, so. I did. I did like your movie. idea, your animated movie idea though. We talked about that too. That's yes. one of my big things. Yes, I would love to that. see an yeah. animated, oh, 
you know, hour and a half, two hour long thing. You could yep. do it on Disney plus. Um, I don't know what era, but that for me, I would love to see something like that. And I think kids would like that too, yeah, where it's a, a movie they can watch in the car and, and get into it that way. Well, let's mm-hmm. not forget Justin. And, and this can kind of go into where I want to lead the next question. Uh, the idea I had for that, that, full-length animated movie was the rumor that we were going to get this new Rebels content, right? Like, Rebels yeah. was going to be, yeah. oh, they're coming out with a follow-up to Rebels by the end of 2020. A, that's crazy in the world of animation to get out a season right. that quick. Yeah. But my yeah. thought was, why not do, if it? because I'm definitely interested in seeing where Ezra ended up. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. interested to see where Thrawn ended up and how Ahsoka and Sabine got there. Uh, why yeah. not do a theatrical release of the continuation of that story? I think yeah. that would be Great. fantastic. So, yeah, yeah, we're definitely Star Wars Friends Galactic Podcast are aligned on that uh, hope for the future. Now, yeah. bold predictions. Do you? We know that it's the end of the Skywalker saga because Disney flooded everything they could to let us know that it's over, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I think... My personal opinion is they, they really put themselves in a hole. I don't know if they needed to even say the end of Skywalker yeah. saga. Do mm-hmm. you feel that we will ever see our beloved new cast of heroes in a Star Wars cinematic film again? Ooh, I say like 10, maybe in 10 to 15 years, if they wanted to. I'll be dead and buried. No, <laughs> 10 to 15 years. Like wow. if you wanted to bring Ray back and kind of be like this older, wiser Jedi, she passes the baton to another generation. They're going to bring her back whiny like and isolated. Uh, yeah, bring her back man. like grumpy old oh, Luke. No. Yeah. Ouch. That'd be funny. <laughs> but no, you could do that. Like, and then maybe again, kind of, kind of what they did with, you know, Luke and Leia and those characters kind of pass the baton to another generation. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe somebody find those lightsabers on Tatooine. Oh, you could. Okay. You got things. You got things you could do. Um, Grievous is up there somehow made Grievous. made it back. He's digging up for the lightsabers. <laughs> yes. <That's cool>. yes. <laughs> but I don't think they necessarily have to. They could. I mean, and they might. Who knows? And like I said, in 10 to 15 years, let let you know, Daisy Ridley and uh, John Boyega maybe kind of start doing their own thing because they've yeah. been with Star Wars for like six years now. Right. Let them kind of start their own other um, ventures and everything. And then maybe, like I said, 10 to 15 years, maybe do episodes. Uh, what? Uh, 10, 11, 10, 10, 10, yeah, 11, 10, 11. Yeah, right. I mean, that would be crazy. I would love it. Yeah. Do, do either of you think, another bold one, is Ryan Johnson going to direct another Star Wars film? Yes or no? Please, we hope yes. so. Please, we hope yes. so. We're Ryan Johnson stands. Yeah, we like, are. I, yeah. I said this on a, what was it, the, a couple podcasts ago that I would love him to do like the first Dyad Connection movie. Like, hmm. like we know that Ray and Ben were, were a Dyad Connection that hadn't been seen in like a thousand generations or whatever they said. Yeah, whatever, whatever Emperor Palpatine said. said. Give me that story. And maybe it could go back into the old Republic area. Maybe yeah. it's a Jedi and a Sith that have this connection and maybe they're, you know, forced together. Like you could do some wild and crazy stuff with it. And I think Ryan Johnson, my opinion, is the guy to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Good, good. But I think um, what I won't be able to take is just the backlash from that. You know, yeah. there will be huge backlash and Bruin Johnson this and all of that. You know, um, and that yeah. gets frustrating when movies are coming out and shows are coming out and there's already like this divisiveness between yeah. fans yeah. and they haven't even seen it yet. You know, we've, we're already we've hating. talked about that with. <laughs> 
with the seek or the the sequel trilogies is that you know there wasn't a lot of continuity between one you know seven eight and nine it seemed like eight went a different direction but then nine tried to bring it back and it was a completely different direction again yeah. so that yeah. continuity wasn't there i've we've talked about on the show phantom minute or phantom menace uh, force awakens is still i think my favorite out of those three because it was the cleanest where it kind of was all encompassing for original trilogy fans, new mm-hmm. content, um, you know, stuff from animated kind of got pulled in. I think it was just the best really? out of those three. And it, it's an interesting take because to me, I'm curious if it had been JJ through all three or if it had been Ryan through all three, would it have been different, right? Would people have oh, yeah. visceral oh, yeah. reactions that they do because it switched directors mm-hmm. and the plot kind of, went askew of what they thought it was going to be would that be there or or would people be like oh this is the greatest trilogy ever this is better than the original you know that kind of thing so i think in and just so just so you both know i was a noted last jedi not hater uh but i just didn't like the last jedi in the context of the Mm -hmm. sequel trilogy now i've since absolutely did a 180 on my view of The Last Jedi, how it fits in with the sequel trilogy. Um, and I now look at it completely different after The Rise of Skywalker. And, and mm-hmm. I actually have elevated The Last Jedi because I think it, in the context of all three films, it's, it's a superior, it set up a superior story. And J.J. Mm-hmm. just didn't deliver on the story that was set up. Now, some people might think everything I just said is crazy because of my opinions I've had on Ryan Johnson <laughs> over the last few years. But I've never, I've never been um, one of those crazy um, fandom menace people. I've never done a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. I think Ryan Johnson is incredibly brilliant. I think he's a brilliant filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, everything he does is just gorgeous. Um, I didn't know what they could have done with The Last Jedi ending right like the whole movie kind of led up to Mm -hmm. a point where i was like what is going on and then after i read this colin trevor out duel of fate script i was like oh this is what was supposed to happen with the last jedi uh and it made me actually really appreciate it made me appreciate the last jedi so i think i think here here's Mm -hmm. the other thing if ryan johnson's given movies i hope he's given three movies i hope he's given the entire trilogy Mm -hmm. after we saw this debacle with having different creative minds on the sequel trilogy and i think that i think that time will heal some wounds and people will look back at the last jedi like myself differently and Mm -hmm. really really say okay let's see what ryan johnson can do with three films you can you Mm -hmm. can literally put anyone you want in that director's chair and there's going to be a small but vocal you know, hateful portion of social media. Yeah. So absolutely. Why not give it to Ryan Johnson, who we know is, is pretty brilliant and can execute on a, on a big scale. Anyways. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Went on a little tangent. I love, I love these types of things. <laughs> last bold. Get on your soul. <laughs> last, last bold, uh, question I have before we move on to our, our game here and to take things mm-hmm. home. We have talked about this at length as well. Do you believe that Kevin Feige, is going to come in and replace Kathleen Kennedy at some point in the next year or two and become the new creative force behind Star Wars? I'll say no. I'll say no, because I think he, he is still so involved in Marvel. I mean, he, when he just last year got like promoted to something mm-hmm. yeah. like within Marvel. Studios. I don't know how high, I don't know how much higher. He, he yeah. Can he's go. like the top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, you know, I don't see him taking over 
do I see where like he might be involved in some projects and give like some input? Maybe. Like okay. I think that's what I think that's what I'm interested in now really is you know, they made that announcement like a few months back that he's going to be a part of right. some movie. You don't know what movie, but he's going to be co-producing it with Kathleen Kennedy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you put those two together, it's already I'm already intrigued. Like Right. Right. Give it to me already, but I think he, you know, I think he's the type of person that you know, you look at Marvel and, you know, I know a lot of people don't like to look at Marvel and Star Wars together because it's, it is two separate things. Like, yeah, I mean, no it's, crossovers. Mm-hmm. We well, do the crossover yeah, cast, but no, no MCU <laughs> Star Wars crossover. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I mean, and obviously, you know, with, with Marvel, they have years and years of content. So, like, yeah. it's easier for them to pick and choose, like, certain storylines. And, you know, Lucasfilm is literally doing that on the on the go mm-hmm. almost like creating that stuff so but yeah i'm interested to see what he does like what his job is what he's going to do i hope it's he kind of maybe helps steer the ship a little bit not take over but okay. steers it a little bit like okay let's get into out of these rough waters and let's kind of get maybe he helps create a storyline of like movies where like all right why don't you guys start here middle end and kind of maybe fill in the help fill in the gaps. Like I yeah. could see him doing that. I could care either way, either way. I think <laughs> great. You just want your star Wars. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I like Kathleen Kennedy. I think what mm-hmm. she's done too. Um, within the Lucasfilm and Disney realm mm-hmm. has been amazing. Yep. Um, don't think she gets enough credit for it. I don't think I agree. I don't think she gets enough credit for it as well. And, uh, but if she needed to take a step back and it was Kevin Feige that moved in, I think that's a great replacement for mm-hmm. her, okay. but I don't necessarily think she needs to leave. No, I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. Either. She La- just yeah. won an award for La- yeah, big award. Uh, yeah, 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 big award. She won a big award for it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, yeah. She's BA. She's that was badass. Yeah. She won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so good. All right. We got our bold uh our bold questions out of the way. Are both of you ready to play our word association game on the Star Wars show? I'm nervous, but well, let's no, go. I'm, I'm gonna right. try it. <laughs> okay. So the the premise of this is we have a minute and twenty seconds. You're gonna know because I'm gonna play some really cheesy cantina music behind this. Uh we're gonna go one at a time, and I've prepared two two separate lists that have I- the identical number of questions. Okay. So what's going to happen is we're going to try to get through all 32. Uh, so far, our previous guest, Dominic Pace, actor from the Mandalorian had only gotten up to, I believe 21 Maggie Lovett, uh, actor from world, uh, wonder woman, 84, uh, got almost to the end, I think at 28. So we'll see if she was uh, close. Yeah, very close. We'll see if Lauren and or Andrea can get to the end of this. There's 32 on here. You can get 32 in a minute. We and, do horrible. And, Can we redo it? Can we like kind of like, we'll right. scrap that one? Start all over yeah. again. Practice, practice, so, yeah, practice. Um, you know, this is the thing. We're, I'm just going to roll through it, and all you have to do is say one. The first thing that comes to your mind, or pass, because there. This is all. This is from all over. The this is from all, all over, over Star Wars. Star Wars. So this covers TV, books, comics, people, movies, places, things, real actors. Everything. Real directors. Mm-hmm. So, um, who would who would like to go first? <laughs> I have a list prepared for Lauren and a separate list prepared for Andrea. Black paper scissors. Yeah, ready. <laughs> <laughs> no, we oh, do one, two, okay. three. Black, <laughs> two, three. Dang it. Ooh, okay. <laughs> ah, 
Okay. Uh, goes first. So all right. Me first. All right, Lauren. So um, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give you uh, a little countdown. We're gonna play some Cantina music. I'm gonna do a little test here real quick. Make sure it's queued up. So that's what you're gonna hear, right? Can you hear that? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. All right. So let's go ahead and get this backed up. All right. We're gonna kick you off in three. And remember, just the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. okay. All right. Three, two, one. Luke Skywalker. Jedi. Princess Leia. Legend. Boba Fett. Underrated. No, overrated. <laughs> <laughs> Lando Lando Calrissian Smooth Jabba the Hutt Ugly <laughs> Pizza the Hutt Ooh, trash <laughs> I don't know Ray Awesome Kylo Ren Awesome Finn Stormtrooper J.J. Abrams Awesome director Dave Filoni Legend John Favreau Another legend Cara Dune <laughs> Badass. Disney Plus. Legit has my money for three years. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Weathers. Um, Rocky. C3PO. Droid. Din Jaren. Mandalorian. Baby Yoda. Legend. Old Yoda. <laughs> awesome. Janna. Ooh, uh, uh, um, crap. Uh, 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 I got you. Yeah, I got yeah. Empire Strikes Strikes Back. Ooh, Empire Strikes Back. Um, first favorite movie. Ewoks. Murder Bears. Han Solo. Smuggler. Chewie. Best friend. Rose. Uh, Underrated. All right, underrated. We got twenty five. So you got twenty five down. That was good. Heard, that a was lot, good. heard a lot of legends in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Star, Wars, Star Wars is full of legends. Yeah, like, <laughs> cool. awesomeness. yeah, a lot of awesomeness in there. All right, so that so is your Jay record. I heard crap, and I went, oh, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's see if Andrea can get past 25. Uh, and so far, uh, Lauren, you are in second. You're in second place because you beat Dominic Pace from The Mandalorian. So, pat yourself on the back for that one. <laughs> so, all right, now let's. Andrea, are you ready for the word association game? I am ready. All right, in three, two, one. Darth Vader. Black. Chewbacca. Furry. Greedo. Green. Porgs. Cute. Jabba's Palace. Smelly. Captain Rex. Bald. Ray Skywalker. Wow, Ray. <laughs> ben Solo. Uh, Han. Poe Dameron. Hair. Ryan Johnson. Tiny. Dave Filoni. <laughs> Cowboy hat. J.J. Abrams. Lost. IG-11. IG-88. Disney Plus. Blue. Moff Gideon. Darksaber. R2-D2. Favorite. Din Djarin. Viper. Baby Yoda. Adorbs. Count Dooku. Old. (laughs) Millennium Falcon. Krusty. Return of the Jedi. Job of the Hut. Rathars. Oh, Minox. Dash Rendar. 
say legends. Legends. <laughs> oh, it was so close. It was so close. Oh, Lauren gave me the answer on the list, or she gave me a word on the last one. I, and that's you know sometimes that happens. It's a it's a wide Help. universe. Yeah. Um, so we, would you like to know your total? Okay, so you were at 23. It was so close, so close. Imagine awesome, then you just keep going. I know. Yeah, That's yeah. That Ray Skywalker one really messed yeah, up. Yeah, it did. Like, yeah. A lot of thoughts went through your head. So. Now, did you call the Millennium Falcon crusty? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was because I was kind of Dooku old crusty. Like. <laughs> I love it. I love it. She started off and it was like Darth Vader black, Chewbacca furry, Greedo green. I'm thinking of those like kids yeah, texture yeah. color books like when they're little. I'm like, okay, all right. I like where this is going. No, this is great. Oh, real quick. This is good. This is good. All right, guys. Let's uh, let's get it. Let's get out of here. All right, Lauren and Andrea from the Galactic Podcast on the first ever crossover cast on the Star Wars Friends show. Thank you both for joining us yes. tonight. This is really cool learning uh, about both of you, how you got into Star Wars, what, what you like. This is what it's all about. And, uh, you know, it, we have to keep embracing the positivity in the Star Wars community, especially among us podcasters. Um, you know, this is it's a tight knit community. And I'm so happy that we've connected with with the Galactic Podcast on social media. Um, and, and you guys are a super positive follow. So can you tell our listeners where to follow you on social media again? Yeah, go to, um, we're at the Galactic Pod on Twitter, and you can follow me, Lauren Romo, at Nose. You can follow me, Andrea Gutierrez, at R2D2Step. And then you can follow the podcast also on DGDraco.com, and then we're also on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify. Uh, rate and review us, and yeah, help us out. Yeah. Love it. Very cool. Love it. So nice. you are you close you're close to seven hundred followers on Twitter, right? Yeah, we're super close. Super we're like close. 20, 20 something, yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna try to help we're you getting there. get there. Yeah. So if you're listening, yes. add the Galactic Pod on Twitter, please get them that seven hundred. We know what it's like to get to hurdles, right? Like you're right there and like, oh it's <laughs> it's just right. a number. It's just a number. But man, you would love to have a clean number, right? Like it's yeah. right. It's cool. I know, right when you're so mm-hmm. close too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. So thank you both for sharing your thoughts and opinions on Star Wars with us. Uh, we hope to see both of you at a Star Wars celebration. Yes, both of you. We would yes. love to see you at a Star Wars celebration. Um, are, are, are you planning on going to 2020? Is that in the is that in the works right now? Or we're hoping we're going to try to get there maybe via media, media pass or, or cool. maybe try to get on the pod page that um stage so yeah we're gonna we're gonna try okay we're definitely gonna try to see we're, we're, we're hoping you guys do we, we hope that you, yeah. you can get on that that'd be awesome so we have a lot of dave matthews concerts lined <laughs> up in the summer so it's kind of hard for me to squeeze yeah, that kind of stuff. those yeah, priorities right right <laughs> 
So once again, thank you, Andrew and Lauren, for being on the Star Wars Friends show. Now we can officially call you our Star Wars friends, and nice. uh, this is really cool. So thanks again, and to everyone listening, you can always hit up the Star Wars Friends show at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, StarWarsFriends.com. You can email the show, show at StarWarsFriends.com. You can connect with me at no one is Chris. Where can they find you, Justin? If you like all things in the middle Star Wars, you can follow me at I am the Bendu on Twitter. <laughs> nice, nice. Like so it. with that, uh, I'm gonna go warm up. It's a cold night here in the Midwest. I'm assuming it's cold up in Michigan where uh, the Galactic Pod is set up, uh, and it's cold down in Columbus, Ohio, where Justin's set up right yes. now. Yes. So I'm gonna <laughs> go warm up. Thank Chile. you again, Galactic Podcast, for for joining us, and uh, we hope that thank all you guys of you. Too. Yeah, yeah, of course, thank, of course. Yeah, thank you guys for having us. I know it's it's a big deal. Though we were talking about that the other. Day about promoting other podcasts, especially yeah, female, female podcasts, so, female yeah. content. Really so appreciate, appreciate that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Of course, love it. of course. It's a, hey, it's all about it's all about our, our views, right, and our love for Star Wars. So, um, thank you again for sharing. So, hopefully, our listeners enjoyed it and gave them some new perspective and a new podcast to listen to. And uh, with that, I'm going to steal a line from Star Wars and the Galactic Podcast. May the Force be with you, <laughs> always. Always. <laughs> all right, awesome guys. Thank you. Hey friends, don't forget to subscribe to the Star Wars Friends podcast and leave an awesome review on whichever podcast app you're listening on. Catch up on past episodes, fun interviews, and more at StarWarsFriends.com. Connect with the Star Wars Friends on social media at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email the show at show at StarWarsFriends.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, may the Force be with you.